are Locked On Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Park the sound at your favorite Tar Heel voice. Welcome to Locked On Tar Heels. As always, it's a great day to be a Tar Heel. I'm your host, Candace Cooper. Thank you all for joining me today. Do yourself a favor. Make sure you download, subscribe to the podcast from anywhere. You can also join the fun via Twitter by following at Locked on Heels or me personally at Candace D. Cooper. So here's what I have on tap for you today. Hubert Davis is back on the recruiting trail, finding new forwards to add since we are definitely de- depleted in that area. There it is. And we've got to talk about the fact that Carolina former athletes are finally getting their chance to get a little likeness, name, image, and all that good stuff, a little uh, money behind that might be a good thing and might spawn to other sports. Well, we'll talk about basketball and soccer here today. Hope you guys are having a great Wednesday. We're halfway through the week. It is beautiful outside in North Carolina. Hope it is beautiful wherever you are. If you are tapped in, make sure again you download, subscribe to the podcast from anywhere. Appreciate any likes, stars, reviews that you can give. Makes for better time, right? Cool. Now, Hubert Davis, like I mentioned, is back on the recruiting show this time with an offer to Creighton forward Christian Bishop. The small forward averaged 11 points and six and a half rebounds per game for Creighton last year and shot for 68% from the floor. If you don't know where Creighton is, it's in a small town in Nebraska. It's a Jesuit school. Creighton got a little, you know, we remember the Creighton days when Kendall Marshall broke his arm. That's a whole nother story. I feel like that's the school, if I'm not mistaken, right? That's the one that did not allow us to get a championship in 2011, but that's a whole nother story for a whole nother day, right? Anyway, Bishop started all 31 games for Creighton and averaged 13 points in their NCAA tournament games. He is certainly a superstar that would bring a lot of noise and talent to Carolina's program. The former three-star recruit entered the transfer portal after three seasons with Creighton and has already drawn interest from several programs, Kansas, Wake Forest, Texas A&M, Illinois, Missouri, UNLV, Arkansas, Minnesota, and now Carolina added to that list. So he has plenty of offers, plenty of things to consider. His transfer statement, like many, on that notes app saying, first off, I'd like to thank Coach Mack and their entire coaching staff and all my brothers for their endless support, acceptance, guidance, and friendship you've given me during the last two years of playing at Creighton. The experience has been a chance of a lifetime and I'll forever be thankful to you all due to my strong desire to play. I've decided to enter the transfer portal Okay, in hopes of finding the best fit for me. This has been the hardest decision I've had to make, but I feel it's the right thing at this time. I will never forget the amazing people I've been blessed with and cannot thank everyone enough. Once a J, always a J. Sure, cool. Now, I know we all know Creighton is not exactly my favorite, right? But could there be other reasons why Christian Bishop decided to transfer beyond just wanting to get more playing time. We all have talked about this season, especially this offseason for college basketball, how guys are transferring for reasons that are been, you know, somewhat accusatory by people in the media and what have you, like, oh, they just want to quit. They want more playing time. They're crybabies. They're X, Y, Z. They just want to be the man, all that kind of stuff. But let's take a gander. (laughs) at some issues that went down in Creighton that may just have you thinking, yeah, I would transfer or I would take my kid out of this program should these things happen, right? Back 
on February 27th, Coach McDermott, the head coach for Creighton basketball, said, after an emotionally tough loss on the road, I addressed our student athletes and staff in a post-game locker room and used a terribly inappropriate analogy in making a point about staying together as a team despite the loss. Specifically, I said, guys, we got to stick together. We need both feet in. I need everybody to stay on the plantation. I can't have anybody leave the plantation. I immediately recognized my egregious mistake and quickly expressed, addressed my use of such an insensitive word on my with this team. I have never used that analogy and it is not indicative of who I am as a person or as a coach. I'm deeply sorry. I have apologized to our student athletes. On and on and what have you. Over the last 72 hours, he said he engaged in multiple difficult conversations with student athletes, staff, parents, university administrators, and realized the pain that my words have caused for that he was sincerely sorry. While there remained work to be done, he got suspended for like a week, maybe, not even that. And in all my years, <laughs> I have never heard anybody say that we have got to stay on the plantation. There's, there's so many analogies, right? We've got to stay in it together. We have to be, you know, a unit as one. You can't, you know, rock the boat. We got to be one band, one sound, right? If we're going all that analogy BS, right? Everything beyond plantation could have been used. We've got to stay on the field together. <laughs> we have to stay on the court. We have to be a solid unit. All of that. And he chose to use something that we know has connotations towards slavery and discriminatory prejudice, you know, analogies that have been used in the past. So could that have been a reason why Christian Bishop wants to transfer? I would argue, yeah, probably on top of not getting the playing time that he mentioned in his statement. But if you looked at Christian's pinned tweet on his Twitter he sat there and said, had a whole continue the conversation tweet where he has a video talking about racial inequalities and the differences he's experienced and the racial inequalities he experienced firsthand and that he's seen, right? And how he wants to make sure that people are more aware and come together and learn to listen as one and all of that good stuff. So if I am a nosy person that I am, I would just argue that there could be something there right? After your coach sits there and pretty much just misses the mark in terms of trying to get better in a summer where if there was ever a time to listen and learn, didn't quite do it, right? It was kind of just one of those things that very much appeared as if you missed the message. And now you want these guys to come out and give you their all and play for you. That's hard, right? You even had your assistant coaches say, it's hard for me to sit, sit there and pretend like this is okay when I know it's not. So I say all this to say, when we're looking at guys in the transfer portal, this is me on my high horse, right? Let's maybe take a moment back, look at the entire scope of the picture before we cast judgment or do whatever. Because at the end of the day, Christian Bishop, the best thing for him might be coming to Carolina. Best thing for this young man might be the opportunity to play under, you know, these Dean Dome lights and be able to put on a show, elevate his brand, as we know, name, image, and likeness about to take us to new heights. So that could be all he needs to do to get to where he's trying to go. And yet, here we are sometimes being like, oh, well, he quit on his team. He wants more playing time, like cry me a river. It's not always that. <laughs> you know, there's basically say all to say, it's always more to the story. I personally believe that if I were somebody's parent and my coach or my kid's coach said something like that, absolutely he would be in the transfer, transfer portal so fast, he probably wouldn't finish the season. Okay? 
So you just never know people's situations, but I figured, you know, that's important to just note as we're trying to hunt for some good forwards. Coming back to Carolina, bringing it on home here, Keeper Davis got to figure it out. <laughs> we need somebody, some way, somehow. I pr I'm pretty sure every day in Armando's Bay Cops mentioned somebody's begging that boy to come back to Carolina because they already know what time it is here. So if you can't have just Justin McCoy, you also have Christian Bishop. It'll be interesting to see who Hubert Davis tries to recruit. I, I need I need some hard-nosed, tough, gritty guys. That's all I'm saying. Like, we need somebody – we need some hard-working guys who are willing to come in and work from day one and get better for as long as they're here. That's all I want, right? So, we'll keep our eyes peeled. He might not even choose Carolina, right? But here we are. This is what we have in front of us. But Hubert got to get on that pad and on that road quickly. All right? So, there's that. Now, if you are on a fitness journey, I strongly encourage you all to try Built Bar. If you're looking for a great, amazing treat to stay fit that keeps you nice and toned, you got to try the best tasting protein bar ever with 18 amazing flavors that are 100% covered in chocolate. Built Bar is even more delicious. If you're a health conscious person like me, you'll enjoy Built Bar because it's low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, and great for the keto diet. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get 20% off your next order. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the news in, you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get podcasts. So as it stands, Carolina, UNC Athletics, and the Brander Group create a landmark group player rights program for its alumni. Now, it's a little caveat. It's a little asterisk because it's not really for all of its alumni. But <laughs> we're going to go through what this monumental you know, step in helping some of these former athletes get some of their branding rights back. We're going to talk about that up here now. More than 100 student-athlete alumni from the University of North Carolina have agreed to support a groundbreaking multi-year agreement with marketing and licensing agency, the Brander Group, or TVG, to create a voluntary Group licensing program. This initiative allows former student athletes in conjunction with their alma mater to voluntarily participate in group player rights programs. It's the first of its kind for former college athletes and will allow participants to profit from their marketability. So you've got guys like Marvin Williams, Danny Green, Sean May, Tyler Hansborough, Buzz Peterson, Heather O'Reilly, Hubert Davis, Mia Hamm, all of the likes from, you know, men's Basketball and women's soccer from multiple national championship teams have agreed to participate. Additional alumni from both programs are expected to join, and former UNC student-athletes from other teams may be added in the future. So, why are you saying, like, Candace, why are you not a part of it? <laughs> they didn't call you. They didn't call for USA Swimming, right? <laughs> they didn't call for anybody on that group. Maybe one day, but not today, okay? Bubba Cunningham said, we are proud of our so many remarkable student-athletes who have contributed to our great legacy at Carolina, who have gone to do outstanding things. This group licensing program is a way for us to extend our relationship with them to provide more opportunities to former student-athletes athletes even long after the university while allowing fans to remember and recognize them as well so you know when you're walking down the street and you're in, maybe you're in chapel hill maybe you're in the triangle right shoot maybe you're in the triad and you just happen to see a tyler hansborough you're not going to forget who tyler hansborough's face is right you're not going to forget who sean may is you're certainly not going to forget 
who Mia Hamm is or Heather O'Reilly, especially if you're in that soccer realm. If you enjoy going to women's soccer games, you could probably go into a Courage game. You see Mia Hamm walk by, you're going to know who Mia Hamm is, right? You're going to spit her that quote when she's tired by herself. That's when your real champions create. You don't, you don't remember all of that. Right. And so now being able to capital capitalize all that financially is a very great move on Carolina's part, because as we know, for decades, products that combine team logos and player names and numbers have accounted for a large portion of licensed sports merchandise sales at the professional level. Everyone wants to have their fly Carolina jersey with their favorite player on the back. And now you're able to do that. Of course, Jordan is the number one staple we always remember. But there are other people who have gone on to do really great, amazing things for Carolina with Carolina's name behind them. Carolina fans can own merchandise and other products featuring their school's logo and the names of a number of their favorite former Tar Heels. Saying for me, a ham, I love my time at UNC and will always be honored to be a part of the Carolina women's soccer family. Then you have here Sean May saying, We knew that Carolina wanted to celebrate his former student athletes and after being a part of the success of the program, similar programs throughout the sports marketplace, we are excited to team with the Tar Heels in this endeavor. Uh, the brand group president and founder, Wesley Haynes, saying this is a very innovative concept and it shows how a group license can be utilized to benefit former players as well as fans. We are looking, looking forward to having products available at retail for UNC fans later in 2021. So boom, now you get an opportunity to have your favorites' favorites on jerseys. And now they can get money from it. It shouldn't have taken this long, of course, but glad that it's happening. Glad that we are seeing the opportunity for, um, we are seeing the opportunity for student athletes to get the chance to capitalize off of what's been <laughs> really their money all along if we're having a conversation about it. But I think it's a great chance to see that forward thinking and bringing the people who kind of helped put UNC's brand on the market really blow up. Now, hopefully it'll shift to football and other sports as well, but we know that Mac Brown has been working with brand awareness to help the football players, both current and former, to build their brand. So just good on Carolina in general, right, for allowing that opportunity to open those doors to allow their former student athletes to get a chance to capitalize off of their name, image, and likeness. And maybe it's giving us a little bit of, okay, we're forward thinking for our formers, but maybe we're coming to grips with the fact that this is going to be for our currents as well. So this this will set us up nicely for when that does happen and when Roy Cooper does decide to allow, or, you know, it goes up to the proper people. Well, he is the governor. So yeah, maybe he does. He will be the one that uh, gives the stamp of approval on this in terms of state name, image, and likeness. And we can just get to what we should have been doing for a long time now, right? It's taking a minute, but here we are. So needless to say, good on Carolina. It's rare that we get to say good on Carolina when it comes to their student athletes, but good on Carolina. <laughs> so wrapping on up today's show, we have got to just figure out one little thing. Right, We're going to prep and get ready for, as I mentioned, those Diamond Heels are taking on Pittsburgh this weekend and our ladies are getting back in action as well. What should you be excited for throughout the rest of the week? Spring practice, a lot of good things. We got our spring game coming 
April 24th. Will you be able to go? I'm going to tell you in just one second. May or may not. May have to catch that thing on TV like the rest of us. But first, you got to bet online with the fastest and easiest way to bet on all sports. BetOnline.ag is how you get right. You can bet on everything. You can bet on award shows. You can bet on regular sports. You can bet on just the fact if they're going to flip the coin at the Super Bowl, if it's going to be heads or tails, things like that. You have an opportunity to bet on real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. If you go to BetOnline.ag, use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Are you ready for the NFL Draft? Join Locked On NFL Draft host Trevor Sikama and Benjamin Solak as they give their latest positional rankings and analysis on 2021 draft prospects. With team-centric guest mocks right around the corner, follow the Locked On NFL Draft podcast on Audacity app or wherever you get your podcasts. So as we wrap up today's show, reminding you guys, spring game is on April 24th, and there were 10,600 fans giving tickets and signing up. And guess what? It all sold out. So you will be watching on ESPN if you did not get your ticket. And that's right on fine because at the end of the day, it's spring practice. You know, it's blue versus white. But make sure you get your tickets for the season because it looks like it's going to be another sold-out season. A great opportunity to see your Tar Heels. I think, you know, if there was ever a time to just sit back and enjoy some good football, here it is. So I am looking forward to watching the Heels. I think it's going to be a great season for sure. But I'm also really excited for the chance to just see my guy Mac Brown back in action, see what he's going to bring on the field. And they're going to open up with Virginia Tech. So don't feel upset if you didn't get those spring game tickets. And if you did, share the love, take a friend. If you got an extra one and all that good stuff, you can't go. Make sure you pass it along. But that's where it stands. So sold out spring game. Just let you know the excitement that is around Carolina football. And again, I ask, are we now football school? But if there was a late night with Huber Davis, would it be sold out as well? And I'm thinking just because people haven't had sports in a minute, probably would be, right? You just haven't been able to be in an arena in a while. (laughs) Do you think, though, that people are going to have to have vaccinations in order to get into these games moving forward? We've seen it from the pro level. They had the NFL issue that essentially, you know, you talk about, teams you can't be around players if you don't have a vaccine you're different you're in a different tier which means away from probably barely even in the the arenas or the practice stadiums practice facilities you know being around the team if you don't have a vaccine and I'm pretty sure they're going unless you have a religious reason or otherwise they're going to make players get the vaccine as well so you ain't got your vax card trying to get into a game day the Buffalo Bills have already made it as a fact, religious or non. You have to have a vaccine to get into their games. Will it be coming down the pipe for other people? I can see it. I'm not going to say one way or the other, whatever, you know, right or wrong, but I can see it. So those just things to consider as you're going out on your everyday, making decisions for you and your family. If you want to get in that sports action, I can definitely see people moving towards if you want to be in these arenas, you're going to have to get vaccinated. Again, right or wrong, indifferent. Not my business, not, you know, not my monkey, not my circus, but it's definitely something to consider, you know, for you and yours. So that's a whole conversation we can have tomorrow, but make sure you come back because there's good things to discuss. Hubert Davis again back on that trail. Who else is he going to give an offer to? And can we talk about spring game? Good things that we're seeing, bad things that we're seeing. Let's have all that conversation. How is Drake May really doing? We'll have all that for you tomorrow here. Make sure you go out and have a great rest of your day. It's beautiful out. Get some fresh air, get some sunshine. And as always, go Hubert. 
are Locked On Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.